0: Welcome to Tim Stodd's FM, a place to share new ideas, speak freely, and continuously find ways to live our best
1: lives. And now your host, Tim Stoddart. Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Tim Stoddart. Welcome to Tim Stodd's FM. Thank you so much for joining me. We have a great episode for you today. Today, I sat down and had a great conversation with my friend, Matt Williams, Matt Williams is the owner and the founder of a very exciting uh, protein bar snack company. His company is called FroPro, and he he had some really great insight as to his entrepreneurial journey and some of the mistakes that he's made along the way and, and some of the successes. And, and most importantly in our conversation, I, I really saw like the gratitude and the appreciation that he has for the work that he's done and the success that he's had. Uh, he talked about his journey to get his product into Whole Foods, and it was it was just really cool all around. He's a great guy. Um, he got kind of personal with some of the struggles that he's had and how he's overcome them and, and how they've helped him uh, succeed in, in the life that he has now. So it was a great episode. I know you're going to enjoy it. Before we get started, I have a quick announcement to make. Today is the official launch of our new department for Stadzi Incorporated. I am excited to to announce Stadzi Media is our new online marketing department that specializes in working with small businesses. So do you have a, a brick and mortar store? Are you just a small mom and pop shop? We specialize in digital marketing that is affordable and effective for the small business owner. Do you need a website? Do you need local SEO and Google My Business reviews? Do you need some simple social media work that's going to get your brand and your awareness out there? We are the one-stop shop for you. Once again, that's stodzymedia.com. S-T-O-D-Z-Y, now please help me welcome my good friend matt williams i have never played a round of golf in my entire life
0: you're not really missing much it's a lot of fun it's like you know yeah it can be like a really enjoyable three to five hours or a really miserable three to five hours depending on like
1: see the thing with golf is it seems like the the sort of sport where every once in a while you have like a good round and then you're just constantly chasing that high because, like, yes, it seems like 98% of the time people play golf, they're just miserable and they're always like pissed off. Well, those and they're never are
0: fun. You don't want to play with those people.
1: Yeah. Well, I used to, my first job was at a country club. Yeah. There was this thing called uh, this little country club. And uh, when I was, you know, pretty young, I think I started working there at like 14, just cutting greens and doing the landscaping. And I worked there every summer for like four or five years. Which course is that? It's called Sandy Run.
0: Hmm. I did. Uh, I'm I'm with you, man. I worked on a course a long time, uh, caddying and stuff like that. So, oh, we and talked ne- about and, that. And you never and you never played around.
1: No, I, I would sneak in um, through a hole in the fence and like shoot a couple. I think I've made maybe play like three holes. Wow. It's just they always looked so pissed off.
0: <laughs> I had a re- yeah. It really depends, man. Down here, if it's too hot, it's miserable. But like you know, it's fun when you play with you know you play with. But then there's people who love it. Yeah, just like you get out there. Yeah, if you get mad, yeah, it's a surefire way. If you're easy, easily angered, it's a surefire way to have a bad couple hours.
1: I do feel like like I'm missing out on something though, because the way people talk about golf is like this meditative you know, cerebral experience for them. And, uh, I, I could probably use a little bit of that in my life, but there's just, I don't know. There's just that side of me where it's not my thing. I like, I like things where I can run and like have intensity and, you know, hit people and kind of yeah be no. like in a
0: little bit of pain. I guess what's, what's good about golf is the fact that like you get to, you know, if you have a really bad shot, you get to do it over and try and like improve upon it. So uh, there's like a series of just like hitting the ball and, practicing those certain things and like addressing, like addressing the ball every night. Uh, it's weird. There's like, there's like a flow to it. And, sure. And you're not in the flow. It is. Bad. It just all goes wrong. Like I, I was doing really well on the back nine yesterday. And then I hit, you know, it was like when I you ever see that movie, 10 cup. Of course. Yeah. I had a 10 cup moment and like, totally just blew my round up and shot and, and had a nine on one hole. <laughs> I just was like, screw it. And I kept dropping the ball and just, I just wanted to hit it over the water onto the green next to the pin. And it, yeah, it was a nine. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't my best moment, but like I had fun. I didn't get pissed and yeah. uh, I smiled and my buddy laughed the whole time. He's like, you can go closer. I'm like, no, same do spot. I got it. I'm hitting the shot. No matter. I don't care what the score is. Mm-hmm. So It's fun though. And then, you know, the next hole I had a chance for birdie missed it, but like, you know, that nine didn't ruin my round. And there are times that can ruin your round. And then you're, you know, when you're an asshole and like you're playing with your boys, they're like, man, like ease up. I've left, I've left rounds mid round because like I can't hit the ball uh-huh. and like don't want to further ruin my other friend's round and just like take off and be like, hey guys, I'll, I'll meet you. I'll meet you out for some food afterwards. But like I got to go because I'm not enjoying myself and I know mm-hmm. I'm not fun to be around right now. I've actually left around and.
1: Uh, well, so. I, I just thought of something right there. What what has happened from when you were like a younger, kind of super hyper kid to now when you can actually sort of take your time and like enjoy yourself on a golf course? Do you think you just grew up a little bit or?
0: Um, I don't think I, I grew up a little bit. I, I have more of a appreciation. You are kind of like
1: a big kid
0: yeah no like i it's it's like more of appreciation like i I played every summer and summer was like my thing and uh-huh. ever since starting my own business and and really working hard, there's like I, I get in my head a lot with that and I was like, oh, I could be doing this, I could be doing this, I could be doing this and I you know even though people are like well, golf should be your outlet, but like yeah work out like you know stay active and and golf it, it stopped becoming an outlet like last year. And I was like, you know what? There's, if I'm thinking about all these things and I'm trying to build a business, I mean, like, it's tough to walk away. You get it. Like you, you got stuff to do. You have things you need to get done for certain people and clients and everything. And you want to be the best at what you do. If you take five hours out of that, you're like, man, did I really, even though I got up early and I did a lot, I could be doing more. And sometimes I like, I walk that fine line if I'm like, am I being too hard on myself? But if I'm not enjoying it, like, I had a great round last summer. I was on the ninth hole and I was like, I think it was like one under like, which is like one under par, which is good. I was like feeling really good, but I was so in my head and I was thinking about business. I was thinking about my wife doing something at the business and like being by herself doing it. And I just felt like, not guilty. I was just like, man, I should be there. Like this is something I should be doing. And then I just kinda put down the golf clubs literally quite figuratively took my bag, put it in storage, locked the storage, locked everything away. I was like, I don't even want to be tempted to do it because Mm -hmm. if it's in my car, I'll find a reason to play. And now coming back this summer, if someone invites me and I can do it and I get everything done, I go. And that's like the best time for me when I can like work a full day and be like, you know what? I played golf at four. I was done at seven. It was beautiful.
1: It takes a long time to – figure out the time management stuff Uh, i mean and you you brought it up obviously i brought you on here because we wanted to talk about well mostly about your business and and what you do and hopefully like some of the lessons that you've learned along the way because those are some of the conversations that i enjoy the most um but i think that was like a a perfect segue because one of the uh lessons i have learned especially recently Um, I've been going through this journey like the last six months it's been almost like serendipitous with just the books that have come my way Mm -hmm. and sort of like the information that I've been absorbing has been uh, way more sort of anti that sort of like hustle 24 seven let me keep going let me keep going and much more like actively use work so that you can enjoy your life, you know, as opposed to like the other way around, like sacrifice your life so that you can work. And then, you know, maybe one day you you have some success, but at what cost? And like, what do you do with all that success now that you've basically like lost all all the other stuff, you know? Um, so, so that's been going through my head a lot. And it sounds like from the little bit that you just told me there that you're, you're kind of finding that little place where you, get to do your work and you have your passion for it, but you don't lose sight of like the things that also make you feel good. Um, so yeah, wow. That was like kind of a a huge segue. And what I meant to get at is let's talk about FroPro. Okay. Um, just give like a, a quick little, if you could like snapshot as to what you do, what you sell and and what your mission is.
0: Um, so yeah, no, essentially it's a uh, frozen protein snack bar. Um, you know, it was something created out of a necessity for myself, uh, when I was kind of starting over with everything, um, made the bar and kind of carried it around. I've been a coach and trainer for a long time. And, um, essentially we created, you know, not we, but like we, it was a a community process, man. I was just making it for myself and, uh, shared it with a couple of my clients that I was still training and still gave me the chance to train them. And, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, again, like the process of like going from doing something that i enjoy doing for myself and something that i love to sharing it with a couple people to them allowing me to share with other people that they know and then those people sharing and sharing and that's kind of like how the product got to where it is today and we still have a long 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 way to go sure um but you know it's it's a uh, it's really it's really awesome what it's turned into and what we've been able to do with it it's so cool yeah just like the i mean community is everything for us um, you know, not only here, but you know, sharing it with like uh, you know, um, you know, the fortunate thing about South Florida is not everybody, you know, people that are here not always stay here. They leave. And then they're you know, that you meet somebody and they're like, Hey man, you gotta try this. And and that's kind of what has really essentially been our kind of luck or like, well, pl- like how things have unfolded for us. Yeah, with I the, got with you. the bar and with meeting certain people and people from past coming through, like Chelsea, my wife, Chelsea knew somebody that was like, Hey, what's your involvement with pro pro? And she's like, Oh, my husband started. It. And she's like, Oh, that's great. Like you should really bring it to, you know, whole foods corporate and let them try it. And it was like our moment, if you will, or one of the moments that kind of like stood out in our kind of process where we sat there in front of like a table of people that make decisions and they were like you know stern face just like sat there and just like looked like you feel like they're like looking through you and like (laughs) just like all right what do you got we like let's go and like looking at their clock and just kind of sharing what we are what's going on how it all came about a little bit about my backstory and you know it it just kind of clicked and for right now it's working and hopefully it does keep on working and
1: i'm sure it will i think um and that's a great point to break to bring up and on that note, it was really funny because after we had dinner the other night, Jules, my fiance, went to Whole Foods and she didn't know that it was there. She's ah, like, cool. "Tim, you're not going to believe it. I saw, I saw <laughs> the ProPro Pro bar in Whole right. Foods." I was like, "Yeah, I, I know." Uh, one thing, which I, I remember looking at your site a couple months ago, and it was an observation that I had, and I noticed it because it was so different from the route that like I took. Right. And if I, I could do things differently. Well, who knows if I would do things differently because like it Maybe takes mistakes. You are, yeah. yeah, you know what 100%. I mean? It takes mistakes to learn lessons. But there are avenues in which I, th- I would have done myself a favor by like having one thing and then just kind of getting good at that one thing as opposed to like trying to do a bunch of different things. Do you think like having <laughs> one product and one sort of like flagship uh, product that you can hang your hat on or whatever has has helped you or have you looked to like branch out from that at all
0: so i think i mean that's a great i'm glad you brought that up because a lot of a lot of you know what we do in in the space that we're in people start things and then they branch off and they do a bunch of different other things like we, we're, we're a snack bar and like we always joke around like we relax it's an and snack like we're a snack bar we know how to do snack bars and we do snack bars to the best of our ability are we the best out there I'm going to say yes Uh because of the snack part, but like there's bars and there's companies that have been out there a long time that do just like a plethora of just different products under the umbrella. Yeah, We're really good at what we do and like coming up with new flavors and testing things out. And we've had a lot of different failures and a lot of like it took me almost a year to get coconut right and coconuts coming out next week. You know what I'm saying? You like, feel good about it? I feel great about it. Good. Like it just, you know, it, and once you get something and you send it out and you have to like have another team check it and science, like food scientists, look at it, and pick it apart. And like the biggest thing of when you're creating something like that is like having someone else pick it apart. Like you have to hire someone to do this, to do, you know, to just do everything else that like I'm not good at. And I learned like, I'm not going to be good at everything. I'm not going to please everybody, but I know how to make a really, really good snack bar. Do I want to do like a protein powder? Sure. It would be great. Mm -hmm. But like I'm not there yet and like I was always told like since I kind of started over like follow what you're good at. You know, there. you you and I have read and seen the same thing. Double down, triple down on what you're good at. Yeah. And like you don't have to be a master of everything. Just be a master of something you're really good at it and share it. And that's kind of like how I think
1: that's great advice.
0: Yeah. Like I, that's all that's. And again, that's just me regurgitating something I learned from somebody else who's been around a lot longer than me,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, and and I kind of work off those things because I, I, I don't I, I tried doing it my way and you and I both now I've tried doing it my way and my way, uh, hasn't really worked, but
1: sure. And you know, that's, that's a whole nother conversation. hundred <laughs> <Yeah, 100%. laughs> percent.
0: But, uh, I,
1: so w- I'm curious as to what it feels like to have to have your product kind of go through. Um, I'm stuttering a little bit just because I don't know the terminology. Like if you have a food scientist
0: or you have to get your product uh, registered maybe or like certified through a a health board. There's so many checks. Yeah, there's so many checks and balances. Like first you have the Department of Agriculture. They come in, they look at your space. Is your space safe? Is your space appropriate? If it's not and you have a product, they do two things. They either, well, they do both. Well, two things they absolutely do. They shut you down until you become compliant. Okay. Or they give you like a window to kind of correct what's going on. And like, if you're a huge company, again, this is my understanding. Fortunately, we haven't had to go through it. you have to pull all your product back if it's not right.
1: If it's on the shelves, it already. is already on the shelves. And, and when again, you say your space, you mean like where you actually make where your you food actually product. produce the product. Okay. And
0: as long as that's up to code and up to what they have, then you go like you know the FDA if you are going to go the FDA route. Um, going into Whole Foods, um, and going through that process it was a year. It was a year long process. And the final, wow. the final step to that was their own third party group of people that come in that. You know, the state and like the whole government regulations, they're like, that's cool. That's great. I'm glad you passed that. But like, this is who we have. This is our third party that double checks, triple checks, quadruple checks. So they're almost like a
1: contracted organization.
0: We're going to bring in somebody from the outside, Okay, you know, just in case, because like, this is important that this product is what you say it is. And it's, like, everything down to the, you know, hand-washing sinks to, like, the, how clean you are, what sanitizers you use, like, how you clean your spaces. Are you using organic products? Are you using, you know, chemical products that could be harmful? And you just, you just, I learned, you, know, you know, learn a lot. I knew nothing about this I, yeah, years ago. Listening to you is. It was- still is, like, um. It's like a learning experience, but like when you have that and then once you get it right and then like, let's say like we just opened our new space, we just had, we have a new kitchen, we have a, you know, we're not sharing space anymore and it's a great thing, but it's just funny. Like we've had the same inspector every time. And the best part is every time he comes in, he goes, you guys get better every time I come You always have a nice space, always clean, always this, but like it's, it gets better every time I come here. Like you guys are not, you know, like you're not, not that the word skimping, he's like, you're not. You're not leaving anything out. Like you're doing, you're doing it. Resting on your laurels, so to speak. Yeah, you're like you're doing it. Always looking to improve. Right.
1: That's it's cool to like see the look on your face when you talk about that because, um, one thing that like I just love about coming into my office every day, and and just watching people like you and like a lot of the other guests that i've had here who just kind of have an idea and take it it isn't so much like the success story behind it it's the the lessons i don't know like you really find parts of like yourself that you didn't really know when when you have something you want to do and you have kind of an endpoint and there's no path that you know of to get there you're literally just like okay what's the next thing i can do that's going to get me a little bit closer and then you do it and then you're kind of like uh now what like okay what do i do next and i just find that process to be really like fascinating and i find it to be really liberating at the same time because god i I, I almost get like stuck for words just because of how much i, I respect that process because there's nobody looking over you no. telling you that like you have to do it this way and that and there's no
0: there, one's looking over you, but there are people that will you know there there are people that have valid suggestions. any suggestion is good, and, and a lot of the times it's people that don't know what they you know I'm sure you know that will offer yeah. will offer unsolicited advice sure, but
1: but I'm not even talking about the advice. I'm talking you know, like you don't get graded on it. Oh, I understand. You, you either right. just like, you figure out how to do it mm-hmm. or you just it's fail. Like yeah, yeah, you brush. know, and, and the cool thing about it is that failure is completely an option. I yeah. love those shirts you say was like failure is not an option. Like that's a fucking r- a silly thing yeah. to say. Is that like, like a
0: no, remember no fear? It was like, yeah, no fear no fear. Fear. like failure uh, is not an option. I remember that.
1: It's yeah. always an option. And a lot of times I think it's a good option because you learn a lot when you fail. Yeah. And uh, on that note, you had mentioned that you had a lot of failures. What do you think is like some of the hardest lessons you've learned in this process?
0: Um, in life or just like for the, for, for in regards to like pro pro and building. A well,
1: I, I was talking in, in regards to pro pro. You said, yeah, no, I you I had a, a bunch of
0: mistakes that you made. Yeah. You know, right off the rip, I learned um, no one's going to care about pro pro as much as I do. I mean, my wife does. 100% like she's now fully invested into it. When it was started it was something that was like I couldn't ask for anybody's help. I could but like it wasn't like I was afraid to ask but I was doing something I was kind of proving it to myself like can I do this? Can I balance, you know, training, coaching, working a corporate job, making bars on the side? Like there was a there was a period of time where it was like again, like you talk to any again, hobbyist as I you know, someone said like this isn't a business yet, it's a hobby in the very beginning and like even books and videos that I watch or like, you know, if if you're not burning the boats or you're not, you know, like walking like full, full force, like with your, your brand or whatever you're trying to build, then like, you're, you're just, you're just doing a hobby. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, man, that really hurts. Cause I felt like I was given a hundred. Yeah. There's always a bailout plan or like I always have a backup plan and you know, I I don't have a backup plan. You know, would I come up with something if my back was against the wall? Yes. Cause I've had my backup against the wall. of Of course. From my own decisions, of course, and like, okay, what's next? Mm-hmm. You know, um, but I think like, uh, you know, just kind of like looking at looking at the process, looking at some of the failures. Um, you know, I, I, first kitchen I was ever in. You know, buddy, let me use his space, rent his space, um, trusted him, went to him, sought sought advice, and it's like this is not going to be a great example because it's going to like, man, it's like paranoia, but like essentially that person and you know i've come to terms with it and there's been like forgiveness and all that other thing but essentially that person took my product and tried to put it into their own business (laughs) it went from let's do this together to no i don't want to do this to hey um i can't have you be in the space anymore and turning around and doing a product so like I don't know if that was a failure, more along the lines of like a, a life lesson, um, and, and and again like I had my product out in the very beginning. Another example, just like we were talking about before, and it was basic packaging. I thought I was doing the right thing based on what I had known, and it was like again very limited knowledge. And someone came in and saw it, uh, shared at a yoga event, and it happened to be uh, someone from the board, like the board of health, contacted me and was like. So this is this is a great product. Let me tell you what's wrong. Your packaging isn't right. This isn't right and you have again two choices. Pull all the product. I can be there and and they were great. Like super nice. Pull all the product. And at that time we we're still very small. So pull all the product. Don't sell any more product. And I'll be out there to inspect and if it's inspected and proven, you just have to invest in redoing your labels. Now at that time when you're starting a business, and you're it's you know, a big it's hit. a couple of you know, it's a couple of thousand dollars that you, you have know. to literally throw in the garbage and start from scratch, but not from scratch, but from where you were and build and just say, all right, add this, 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 and this, you learn, you know, what was thankfully wrong with it? It, it, the address wasn't like you had to have an address of where it was produced. And I just had literally, I had <laughs> Fropro pro snack bar. Like I started with like cellophane wrapper, white, like white label that just said pro prone on the back, like a stamp that said contains peanuts. And then I went to something that I thought like was Ever like the thing I was like man I arrived with this package and I look back at that package I'm like wow that was so just like rudimentary and just like basically just it, like you I would I wouldn't buy it in the store if I saw it but like where we were it was like family and friends and people in the sure. community giving it out and passing it out and selling it and now we're at a point where like you can walk into a Whole Foods in Palm Beach County and buy the product and it's legit man what's it feel like to say that it's like one of the coolest things and my wife and I every time we go and we check on our account, we check on everything. Do you ever just go to Whole Foods? We to go, see it? we go every Sunday. <laughs> we go, we go, we go, we, go we go. multiple times a week just to make sure the like the the presentation and the display. Like we just want to make sure it looks right. But it and, looks and good. It's our it's our home base.
1: Yeah, but what I'm know? asking, oh, I
0: know what you're asking. And the best part is, is when you see someone you don't know buy it. And okay, you, and you and you see you know you see them look at it and like oh and like you see the process of buying something Mm -hmm. and the choice of like they flip it and that was the biggest thing when we're testing the product and and before we even got in there i would stand like creep like almost like creepily (laughs) in old foods at the where they had bars and i would watch people buy stuff and i said hey i'm sorry i don't want to my name is matt and i just told him who i was why did you buy i would always ask people, why did you choose that bar and i found out why people chose it like believe it or not like one of the craziest things there's some bars that have like that flip where you have to flip like, Yeah. there's like that fold and they'd have to flip up yeah, the like information yeah like
1: this thing right here i wish this was a fro pro bar
0: i'm uh, sorry no yeah like so exactly bar. so exactly that you had yeah. to flip it over and they were like oh well this product doesn't have this in it and i and i was like yeah but the product you were just looking up that you put down had that in it and they're like where and i flipped up the thing they're like oh if i have to literally if i have to flip something to do flip. work I don't need it. I was like, wow, like, how do you make a product easier? Our product, it's literally right on the back. You don't have to flip anything, it's ingredients right there, everything, the benefits of it. And then it just says the product. So it's everything in and out. So you flip it, you can look at it. And then, like, watching someone do that, buy it. And there's times where, you know, again, like, it's just, it's just, it's just really satisfying. There's like some restaurants that sell it and like you're sitting there and you watch someone buy it or like I was working out today and and I took a photo with like the class and they're like, what is this for? And the instructor's like, oh yeah, my buddy, uh, Matt from FroPro wanted to post it on his line, uh, on his, on his site. And the lady's like, I buy FroPro all the time. Wait, who, what? And I met a new person because she's like, oh, I buy it all the time. My husband and I go biking. We take it when we go hiking or walking and like, it's great. It's a great snack. I buy the Whole Foods all the time. I was like, wow, like genuinely like just like that is so effing cool it really is like just like i don't want to say satisfying because like there's always like what's next but it's just like i feel like i'm doing something to help somebody out does that make does that make sense of course it
1: does the i've thought about that a lot because there's this weird like internal battle between like is this a selfish thing that you know i'm like providing for myself and like i'm trying to make money and also Am I being of service, you know? And what I've discovered in my head is it feels really good to make a living doing something good. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's like the perfect (laughs) way to do it. Like everybody has to make a living. And there's plenty of ways to make a living that have a negative impact, but also just don't really have an impact. You know, I'd say there's a whole lot of ways to do that. But in order to like do something that adds value to somebody's life life or lives whatever while also adding value to your life and like the lives of your family and the people around you like that's just such a that's great you know like that's yeah. just a win-win for everybody and it's really cool to just kind of see see your face with that whole thing I remember when um, I'm I'm kind of jealous in a way because out of all the stuff I've done I always wanted to have like a product and that was the whole reason why I'm, I'm wearing one of the shirts now. I cut it up by right. my T-shirt company, <laughs> right you know, right. and it never really took off. And I think it's because I don't have much of a passion for clothes, as most people can tell by the way I dress. I dress like <laughs> like I'm still a skateboarder, <laughs> like I'm 15. Comfortable, man. That's, yeah,
0: it's it's, it's what's where it's at.
1: But what I always always hoped for was that I would be walking down the street. And I would walk past somebody that was wearing one of my t-shirts and it never happened. And yeah, I would see the Instagram pictures and like I knew. They were walking down the street with that was wearing one of my shirts, you know, and like, yeah, it was really cool. But I don't know, like watching you have that experience where you're just doing your thing and then you come across somebody whose life that. I mean, impact isn't too strong of a word, like whose life you impacted through the work that you do. Sure.
0: You know? Like, yeah. One of the, it's cool. Yeah. No. One of the coolest ones is, and, and it's kind of weird. Cause like it's such a small community and people, like I said, travel all over the place. And someone sent me a picture. They were like, <laughs> they were like, kayaking or something like kayaking something like on the water and like some island not too far from here Mm -hmm. and they're like dude i was kayaking and like no joke i passed somebody in a fro pro hat and i was like yo bro you fro pro and like i was like oh that's so and so they were out there this weekend that's so weird that like you ran into them and they're like yeah no it's so funny like i just saw you know like i saw your hat and like it's 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 just funny man like i i don't yeah i don't know how to describe it other than like it's like a really like it's a really like humbling feelings yeah. like I'm doing something that I love I get to share it with somebody that person if they like it will share it with somebody else and it's like that domino effect like yeah it's a great snack bar and like what we're doing behind it if you know people like oh man I never knew and then mm-hmm. they check out our site or they like talk to someone like oh man you like you know oh you got to talk to you know so and so like it, it's it's cool man and it's like uh it's awesome so let me touch a
1: little bit more into some more technical type aspects of it. Sure. Um, most people know about me that I'm really into digital. Like I have a passion for it. I love doing it, especially the content creation. Right. Uh, from listening to you, and this is totally an assumption, so correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like your your marketing strategy has really just been word of mouth, getting, getting involved with people, face-to-face like you probably do a lot of meet and greets mm-hmm. um demos yeah I, that, that's almost a question like has that been your marketing strategy
0: yeah i mean we uh, i mean everything once we have like the certain platforms and gyms and like again like the fit, you go into gyms a lot i go into gyms all the time like i'll support local gyms buy packages like whatever i can i like different I, I, <laughs> my attention span like i said before I like to bounce around. I like trying different things. Mm-hmm. I like different instructors. I like different like uh, modes of like and, and, and modalities that like people do. I love it. Um, so bounce around and just have a blast. you know and 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 you know sometimes it's just like you know the question of you know I'm gonna share this product and people like it. great. If not, it's usually word of mouth. It's been the community. Um, you know, we've done you know social media is huge. Uh, you know, one of the things that I always said I would do that I just started doing since we opened our new spot was a little bit more videos of things that, you know, again, are just things that I've learned along the way or people have passed along to me that may be helpful to other people. And, you know, at one point it was like, you know, I, I really, again, we always, you know, we can always care about what someone else thinks and what someone else has to say. And, you know, uh, I just started doing these videos and I know you've been doing them a long time. And I've watched yours and I've watched other people's and it's just kind of like, you know, uh, you know, why not me? You know, like I've watched early, like, you know, certain people that we may or may not watch, like a Tony Robbins or like a Gary Vee or like a Lewis Hose or a, a, any one of those guys or Howes or whatever, how you ever say his last name. And you watch these guys, they started somewhere. You know, they, yeah. it wasn't like they were just like rocking it out on social media right off the rip. Uh, maybe some of them, but you know, it's just like getting out of my comfort zone and other things that I kind of want to do in, in regards to what we're doing, you know, in terms of like the chair, yeah, just like the charity aspect of it. And like the, you know, getting out, I used to be a teacher. So like, I, did you have dare when you were a kid? Of like, course. You remember that program? Yeah, I remember it really well. Like it was a great program and it was scary because the cop from your local community would show up and you're like, Oh man, like, I don't want to see him. Like,
1: uh-huh. like
0: if I run into this guy, it's usually not a good thing. And I don't like, if I remember correctly, it was like, it was a scary program and I was trying to scare. And I don't feel like, you know, I agree. With so much access to information today. Like I hear again, you know, parents and kids like, you know, being, my story and my background like, Hey, can you talk to my kid? Or can you, can you, can you, can you lend me an idea of what I should do? And I mean, there's so much information out there and kids can can, essentially get access to so much information. It's almost like that's an outdated program. And like, there's some things that I would love to do where it's just like real, like real, like this is, if you're going to go down this certain path, Mm -hmm. this is what to expect. Like, if you do and you pursue it in the wrong, you know, I don't want to say the right, there's no right or wrong way, but I went down the wrong way. Sure. You know what I mean? And like, there's the path to that. Um, and like no one ever said like, Hey, if you get this certain thing happening to you, it's kind of cost you about $10,000. <laughs> yeah. Probably wouldn't have stopped me. But like, at least I would have been like, Oh, huh. Huh? Well, I don't have that. Yeah. And, and like, you know, just like some things that like, at least there's like, since there's so much knowledge about certain things out there and so much information is like, I feel like that's the one thing like we shy away from. I mean, there's, you know, I don't want to segue into like the crisis we have here in a country with like drugs and alcohol, but like, there's a lot of things out there that I feel like are just like kept in the dark.
1: Well, so hold on, I'm a little bit confused. Um, are you saying that you would like to kind of make an expansion from the work that you do with FroPro pro to kind of help in those regards with some of the problems that you see in society like in this case especially with with drug and alcohol do you see them as like two different things that you want to do with your life
0: Well, i think i it's like not an expansion of it there's like a branch of it sure you know because like obviously we have you want to goals. give back yeah i want to give back you know like i've been able to work with like a charity that um, who was it run well I think I told you about it. It's the one that remember. I partnered with for the New York City Marathon. It was raising oh, money for to help people yeah, with of course. drug and alcohol issues that sure. can't afford treatment. So it was, you raise money, you run the race, you have a blast, and it donates to charity. And I was like, man, that was such a fulfilling thing. And then I was like, well, how can Fropro give back? And this year, we're sponsoring. You know, last year, we sponsored a runner to go to the marathon. This year, we're sponsoring another runner to go to the marathon. It's like, to kind of just keep that, like, if you're doing the right thing and you're in the, you know, uh, if, if you've, had to start your life over for lack of a better, you know, term, like restart your life and like do things a little bit differently and learn a different way without the use of drugs and or alcohol. It was like a kind of cool thing like that I went through that somebody else is going through and like, I'm really super fit. And if someone else like, you know, if they're saying like, I'm really super fit and I want to do this, but I can't because of a, B or C. Like if we can help with one of those, like we will, you know, like try to sure. focus on that, give back. And cause someone did it for me. You yeah. Know I mean? Like, Runwell didn't have, you know, like I didn't have to, that was exactly where I was to thinking. Runwell, you know, and, and, you know, there's another, yeah. you know, another local organization to my buddy started that, you know, provides a safe place for people to work out that can't otherwise afford it. And it's right in our backyard. So there's like, you know, we're talking about crisis and all the other thing, and I don't want to get into that. But it's just like, there's some like really positive things happening in the community that like aren't dark and like, what most people see, like what the news reports and all that other stuff. There's like really good things happening.
1: So much. And there's been this sort of idea floating around in my own head. And I've only ever talked to to Jules about it a couple of times. Because I'm I'm totally with you. I've seen so much of the lighter side of, you know, the addiction problem. Like I've seen so much come, so much positive come out of the lives that are changed and like the people that I've gotten to know. And I think like you being just one of my friends, who's like a really shining example of that. And, you know, once you get to that point where you have so much to give and you have so much to be grateful for, like inevitably you start thinking of ways to give back. And I've been thinking a lot about a way that I could start some kind of like, I don't even know how to explain it. Almost like an entrepreneurial foundation for people in recovery, mm-hmm. and for two reasons. One, because a lot of times people with addiction problems aren't educated, mm-hmm. so they kind of get like screwed in this weird spot where it's like, "Well, I'm, um, I have a record, mm-hmm. and I don't have a college degree, so I guess I'm just gonna." Um, Not that there's
0: anything wrong with it, and I'm just gonna use this to answer for sure. Work at Starbucks because I'm seeing a Starbucks cup. You know, like some people are like, "Man, I'm I'm gonna work a Starbucks job for the rest of my life." I'm and that's great. And that's great because yeah, people that work there do really well with themselves. Well, but it's like yeah, what you're saying. It's like you can get those kind of jobs, and maybe you're gifted in something else. But if you have a a record, as you stated, it, it's it difficult. It really tough.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm glad that you said that because all work is noble. Yes, my father 100%. like really, really, and my mom too used to drill that into my head, regardless of who you are, where you come from, or what like your quote status sure. is. Like all work is noble. Um, and on on like the second part of it, like it's difficult for, for quote recovered addicts to get to that spot if they have a record, but also, and I don't have any like evidence to prove this. It's just been my own observation. A lot of times people with that kind of pass are really, really intelligent. Because you have to have like a lot of creative thinking to like survive in that kind of lifestyle for so long. Yes. And like, I've just noticed <laughs> that a lot of people in recovery make good entrepreneurs because they're so used to providing for themselves. And even though they've been providing for themselves like at the bottom, like they're still figuring it out, you know? And there's usually like a little bit of obsession that is in the mind of somebody that's had addiction problems, which if, you can learn how to harness it. You know what I mean? Like sure. can work really well in building a business. And, and I've always just seen that as a way that like I can give back because I don't know, like what am I, you know what I mean? I don't, I, I'm you
0: You're a successful business owner.
1: Yeah. But I'm even still like in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I'm still like a, a, a tiny little thing, but I just feel like that's one lesson I've learned that I can pass on to like other people, you know, Uh, I just don't know how to put it. I can't think of how to put it together. We're like, how would you market that? Like,
0: (laughs) like, so I watched, I I watched this Ted talk on, um, I I can't remember how long ago, but it was all about how like the decriminalization of drugs in, I think it's Portugal and they took like, instead of like, Oh yeah, the statistics
1: for that are pretty amazing. Right.
0: Like what they've done and what other countries have done. And you know, again, it's going to take a lot, but like essentially, take Joe the mechanic. Joe mechanic has a trouble past he's using and he's having a really rough go instead of throwing Joe in jail for continuously using and continuously having issues. Yeah. They they put the money towards re- helping him recover and then say, "All right, man, you're like the best mechanic here in town. We're going to put you up with this this mechanic shop." And guess what? We're going to take the money instead of like giving it to the jails and 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 doing that. We're going to take that money and we're going to go to this business owner and say like ABC mechanic, we're giving you Joe Joe's really good. We're going to pay for the first three months of half of Joe's salary. You're going to pay. And if Joe does a good job, you're going to hire Joe at the end of that because it's going to be kind of like his entrance back into society. And a lot of the times, like you and I both know from our experience and like what we've seen in observations is like, you know, there's some good work programs. And again, like right out of my own stories, like I started, you know, I wasn't teaching anymore. I wasn't coaching anymore. It was like not going to happen right away if I wanted to. And almost lost that complete privilege in during the process of losing everything. Is well, what am I good at? Well, I, I can make food. And it was like, you know, no one said, All right, here's a here's a cafeteria, here's a food prep company that you can work for. It was there was a guy, he said, Are you good at this? Great. Show up this day, cook this food. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no, how do you find that out? So it's funny you say an entrepreneurial type of like a foundation or something that yeah. had the same conversation with a buddy of ours years ago. And he was like, I want to start a school of excellence and excellence for people that are starting over. And he wanted to call it, um, uh, what's the, word are- Arete. And it's like a, a moral, a school of like, it's a, yeah. a thought process of moral excellence. Yeah. And it's always stuck with me and it's always something that I was just, yeah. I, and I, always something that I was like, man, like, how, you know, if, if other places have done it and it's not like, again, a lot of the stuff that you and I have both experienced is learned experience from others passed down. And when we go on our, our we, we either use it and take the suggestions or we like sometimes can bang our heads, fall down and fail. And I, I wanted to add the one point you talk about that obsessive, I want to do something, I want to do something. And, you know, instead of channeling it in the bad way, using it for something good and building, mm-hmm. I think also too, people that are recovering really understand failure. And what it means to fail and the utmost failure of complete bottom, bottomed out, however, whatever bottom you experience, whether it's economic, financial, spiritual, emotional, physical, you know, sometimes a combination of some or all. Yeah. Like if you can, like like you said, if you can kind of steer that and like put that in a positive light or if you start an organization that's like, hey, we know that you're really good at this we're going to help you know that you're good at this and kind of plug you into someone that can help you get better at this. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's work. And that's like the whole people helping people thing. Like I know a buddy of mine that was really had his heart set on a program, worked his ass off school, didn't get into the program through friends of friends. I reached out to a buddy. I was like, Hey man, this guy's really, gung-ho about this program and it fits your business can you talk to him guy talked to him realized what he was trying to do and like is of the same mindset of like helping other people and like giving people chances and was like you know what rather than pass him off i'm gonna hire him and i'm gonna give him a shot okay and i just sat back and i was like holy shit yeah i was like got denied a pr- you know what i'm saying like you still did the right thing you didn't give up and like you go you know it's like you show up it's like i don't know how to put it into words like i'm still like kind of like reeling over it because it just happened like a week or two ago and i was just like man that's so effing cool because it could have been it could have gone a totally different way you know so like i think you know what your thought process is of like that entrepreneurial whatever someone's good at facilitating that and just figuring out how to like plug in and i think you know, do those things and a lot of the times, as I'm sure you know, when people like when you were starting this out and you were building your own business, I'm sure you had people come along and say, Hey, well, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Or a few you, of them. you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything with that. And uh that why, used to n- happen why don't you get a why don't you get a job? A Again, all job. work is noble. I've yeah. worked a thousand different jobs. I like if you if, if you know like they say if you're if you're the if you're the best person at driving a, a truck drive a truck if you're the best person at making McDonald's fries make McDonald's fries sure. if you're a burger flipper flip burgers like uh-huh. if you know how to do internet marketing if you know how to do whatever it is if you're good at it and you like it it'll you'll find a way to do it and you'll find and do it well in
1: it yeah yeah and you had said something which has stuck in my mind a lot and that's the whole failure thing and I always saw that as almost an advantage for people that have kind of hit a low point in their life where there would be a lot of times where I was coming across something that was really difficult right. and I would replay in my mind some of like the challenges that I've had to get through in my life because of, you know, some of my past decisions. And, you know, I don't want to get too graphic, but like the the physical symptoms that would happen, you know, as like your body is healing and I would think to myself, like, if I got through that, then like I can get through anything. Right. You know, and I feel like having those experiences makes you a whole lot less afraid of like the <laughs> worst case scenario. Because even sometimes I think about it, if all of this stuff, who, who knows, implodes somehow. Goes away. Goes away. Right. You know, like, yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm going to be fine. And it's all because of that experience i've i've had that like really just hardens you you know and i think that that's like i think that that is looked upon as um a liability when in reality especially if you're trying to do something like like build a business it's a real asset
0: it's a complete strength yeah I, complete A20, strength I, I i echo those words before when it's like you know uh if there's all like i've said i think like, you know and if it works out great and if it doesn't or it all goes away tomorrow you know figure something out <laughs> i will figure something you know, out. Like, yeah, because been through a lot worse, and like they, you know, you've heard it. Like that, you know, like oh uh, man, like if you're gonna take your problem today versus like your problem back in the day, like you may want to take the problem you're talking about now back and be like, man, that's really not a problem. <laughs> like I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not seeing it through. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, at least that's my experience with like. You know, some of the things where it's like, you know, so <laughs> we look back and again, it's, you know, as you expand and as you grow, like I get to work with some really cool clients um, and, and I, I learn a lot from them that are just straight business guys and just businessmen that are just dealing with high finance or, you know, like incredible amounts of sales or things I learn from them, what what they do and what they handle. And the great thing is, is like, you know, if I'm working out with them and I'm like, you know, you're just, you know, bullshitting, you know, you're, 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 if you're, if you're really listening, you can like learn exactly and and hear the commonality, which is, you know, I'm doing as much as I can for my business, just like I'm here doing as much as I can for my fitness, doing as much as I can for my health. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it comes down to like those things. It's like, I'm going to do all these things and I can either choose to be afraid of everything that I'm about to do, or I can face it head on and just be like, listen, man, there's, I've learned that like there is a lot darker and scarier places out there. Yeah. And like, this is really not one of them.
1: You're talking to you. You're extremely grateful. Yeah. I think that has a lot to do with why you're doing so well, because I think that energy really, really um, comes across when you talk to other people. I think it's very obvious when you're talking to customers or your clients that you're just appreciative, even for the opportunity to be like working with them or, you know, providing them with this snack that you you put so much of your soul into. Yeah. I think there's a lot to be said for that. You know, so much of of I don't know, the I, I don't want to keep using the word entrepreneurial. One, because I just don't like that word, but two <laughs> because like I don't think it fits. Like so much of just the the satisfaction story and the problem with people being like satisfied with what they have in our culture is I think just a direct result to like lack of gratitude, you know, because somebody are are, always has it better. And I think when like you have that, that, Mindset <laughs> that like you just have everything that you sure. need. Like people really, really feed from that. I'm feeding off it just, just talking to you, you know, because yeah, no. I get in that spot in my head as well.
0: You know, it's crazy. Like, uh, you, you guys were pretty helpful in the thing we did two years ago with like the Foot Locker commercial, and yeah, you know, it was like I really wanted to come in and like tell my story, and I was like, hopefully, I'll be able to get to do it. And it was just funny how you and I came together for a buddy's birthday, and I was like, man, let's just do this before you like head out. I know I'm know? out of here, and like and 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 head to nashville and it just got it was a great fit you know um sure but like you know like what you know the whole idea of um you know kind of you know stepping back and saying like okay i'm satisfied and kicking your feet up or just like you know the whole idea of retiring like my brother it's funny i talk to my brother and like i seek advice from people a lot older than me obviously and and people that are younger than me that have built things like you know one of my you know one of our mutual friends has built A great big business and like does very well for himself and is one of the more humble you know humble guys that we know but like you know i was talking to my brother and i was like he's like so what's your plan i was like man i'm just gonna keep you know i'm just trying to keep growing and doing what i'm doing and you know like you know you know not you know train as much and he's like well let me ask you a question he goes you love that right i was like yeah he's like so why would you stop doing it and like it hit me because like i was like whoa wow i didn't have an answer yeah. And I was like, well, I, I would, he's like, no, 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 you know, focus fro, fro pro hundred percent. Right. Sure. But if you get to work with some people and have some fun improving their lifestyle and health, why would you stop? Why would you
1: stop the training?
0: Right. And I was like, I, I literally, I, I was like, <laughs> you're right. I don't know why I would do it. He goes, right. So again, if you love what you do, why would you stop doing it? And I think a lot of the times, you know, um, I love teaching. I love working with other people. I love coaching. I loved everything, but I lost the right to do that in a school setting Yeah, because I wasn't making really good decisions in terms of my outside life, you know? And like, I thought I'd never be able to do that again, but I get to do that every day. You know, I get to work with people every day. Like I get to learn from you. Like we get to communicate. Like, I think a lot of the things is that comfort level, but like, and this is going to sound terrible. Like we opened two months ago and like, it's a shiny new place. Great. It's like a fun toy. I'm looking at it and like, this is so awesome. And not unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately, I'm like, what's next? Yeah. And, and I constantly have the what's next, not in a bad way. Like I'm not present and, and appreciating, but I'm like, okay, how do we go from here to sharing this here, 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 you know? And, and, and I learned that from again, talking to people that have it's yeah, like you need constant that constant state of building and constant state of all right. We uh, so like this is good here. How do I do a branch of something else to outreach to you know community, or how do I yeah. outreach to you know kids or the population that I feel like certain things aren't being said to? You know what I mean? Like,
1: of course I know what you mean, and it is like a weird dichotomy because it's a constant balance between being grateful and right. being unsatisfied. Right, but um. What I have learned, and I've learned this honestly just through like walks and like watching nature, is the way that nature works is that as soon as things stop growing, they start dying. And like you could look at
0: anything, you know, just life. I like that.
1: Like as soon as things stop growing, they start dying.
0: Yeah. So no stagnant. Yeah. Can't get. Yeah. St- like, like, like I hear stagnant all the time. It's like you're if you're standing still, you're moving backwards. And I was always like, man, I don't really know if uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Because being still and like being, I'm like, because I again, you can dissect that anyway you want. Yeah, get like, deep with it. Again, if you're, if, yeah, if you're, if, uh, I really like that. If you're not growing, you're dying. It,
1: it helps me. Huh. It helps me, like, feel okay with wanting to keep going, right. you know, because there's that that other force. It's like, man, Tim, just relax. Like, right. yeah, everything is fine. Like, you're healthy. Right. You got, like, this great girl in your life. You sure. have, like, a home. You got friends. Like, you have, you have everything, you know? but then there's that other side of me that's just like ah oh, like what else what else what sure. else and so it, it helps me be comfortable with that like inner dialogue that keeps keeps me wanting to grow right um man i he, here's like the the point where uh where i know that like if we keep going we could really really sure. just keep rolling with this conversation 100%. i like certainly appreciate you coming in here
0: i appreciate you having me.
1: um man i h- how like how can i how can I help with like <laughs> your message and, and what you're doing? It's it's so cool to me. It's so cool to watch how, how you've grown. You know, I'm, I'm kind of putting you on the spot here. I don't expect you to have like an answer, but I, I want to find a way that I can do something like even if we do this podcast again, or uh, if I can help promote your videos or, or whatever, like, let me know, man. I really, I want to see you do well. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: it's like, again, you know, uh, you know a lot of, you know, a lot of things about this that I don't know. And, you know, any critique of like, you know, doing, (laughs) I'm trying these like little videos that are like one minute or less and and practicing and, and getting better. And it's, you know, again, getting it out there and understanding again, how social media works, uh, how, you know, business, certain business mediums work and, and and getting out of my comfort zone that i don't know so like i'm 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 a sponge when it comes to that s- stuff and sometimes like it's like whew, right over my head and i'm like man i don't know what you just said i don't know what that means and, yeah
1: that, that's okay you know it
0: seems like every single time i've i've had a podcast with
1: somebody that's like that's doing something creative the same exact theory or maybe not theory like uh um the same thing keeps popping up right. because like my motto that i say to myself with my website and with my podcast is like just keep hitting publish no matter how like insecure you feel about it or how you (laughs) know like what's everybody gonna think about this video or anything you just hit publish and once you hit it you can close your eyes and ignore all the comments and and all that shit if you need to but the point is you just keep making it and you keep like putting your art out there and eventually it'll compound and like really really turn into something i've never seen it not
0: happen hmm.
1: and I, I don't think that you're gonna be the first right well <laughs> you know
0: there's always the first for everything right <laughs> sure
1: <laughs> well look man thank you so much for coming in oh um it. before you uh but before you sign off um where can everybody find find your stuff where can they they buy some of it
0: Yeah, if you're local in South Florida, Whole Foods, um, you know, uh, the four Whole Foods here, um, Jim's Juice Bars. But uh, to get in contact with us, it's www.gofropro.com. So, where do you go to find FroPro? Gofropro.com. Nice. On Instagram, same thing. GofroPro and Facebook, the same way. Twitter, the same way. And LinkedIn, you can look for me. Um, Matthew Williams on um, the LinkedIn business account. So, cool. yeah, pretty simple. Uh, there's a lot of Matthew Williams out there, but uh, if you search, you know, pro, 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 if, you, if you search "fropro guy" in South Florida, you'll probably find me. But cool. uh, and I'll link all that up to the show notes of the blog post. Cool. Thanks so much for coming in, man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate Good luck you, on bud. your trip. Take care. you natural, Matt.
1: That was fun. It is fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's like the thing that everybody always says. I'm like, oh. Hey guys, it's me. It's Tim. One last time before we wrap up, just wanted to say thank you for tuning into the podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes. Please leave me an honest rating. Please follow me on Spotify. It's the best thing you can do to support the show. If you want to find out more, go to timstods.com. Feel free to fill out the contact form to reach out to me personally. I always respond. I appreciate you guys so much. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one.